What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to guild mateys your favorite podcast where uh i'm drawing a blank one let's see here your favorite podcast where you found an animal familiar you found an animal we we abuse animals i guess (laughs) yeah i was gonna say where amelia makes her character wander off (laughs) just to cause problems on purpose um we last left off so q you are on the steps of castle tudor as we've decided to name it you have a new animal companion, and you've just been given a, a little spiel of exposition by mining, mining information from the guard. What do you plan to do next this wonderful morning midday? Um, I think I want to wait and see what the guard says back when he comes back. Absolutely. Um, Keep an eye for fires in the distance. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, possible fires, fire hazards, Arthur and Sinead, uh, the sparrows and one crow have all left. There is, um, you're sitting in silence with the, um, with your note. And uh, that's it. Um, well, I think we just go to meet Derwithin. <laughs> if, it's close to, if it's close to time, or I guess we just wait around the area that he wants us to meet. Where did he want us to meet again? What does the note say again? 2 p.m. The Wizard's Tower. If you started walking right the door's now, unlocked. he's wearing his wizard robe. In his wizard robe. Why is that so funny to you? <laughs> Why did he specify that? I was just doing a bit on wizard things. <laughs> That's why it's funny to me. <laughs> um, so if you start walking right now, you get there at around 2 p.m. It's okay. right next to the, the castle two door. Um, well, Arthur is going to start heading that way. Um, does Sinead go with him? Nah, I just go somewhere else. <laughs> Sinead takes the Lady Morgan and sails away. Yeah. I'm going on vacation, sorry. Yes, I'm, I'm following Arthur. Uh, the two of you make it through the, the streets without much trouble. There's shop callers, you know, keepers uh, selling the wares, the usual. And you make it to uh, the Castle Tudor and the adjacent giant wizard tower next to it. You notice uh, Q waiting on top of the steps. You don't know for what. Also, Q has a crow on their shoulder. Arthur sees the crow on Q's shoulder and is psyched. He's like, I can't believe it! It actually worked! (laughs) I really can't believe it actually worked either. I don't think it did. I think it was just a stroke of luck that it it ended up where we intended it to be. Q, did you get that crow while you were on the ship? Um, No, I got it while I was in town. I just got off the ship. Yeah. Hey, it still accomplished what we needed to. I got guess. reunited. Welcome back. How's it yeah. going, Q? Well, I don't know. Crows are usually like an omen of death, so it's probably not going to be great. 
Yeah, but we're also kind of an omen of death too, so you know. <laughs> oh, winning. Um. Yeah. So. Oh, I just figured. You know, you mentioned like talking to the queen and stuff. So I just figured I would like you know see if you guys were talking to the queen, which apparently um they seemed confused by you still being dead. Oh right. You haven't you haven't been sp- spilling the beans that we're still alive, have you? I, I mean, I might have like referenced it, but like you know, there's no proof. I'm just like some dude, you know. A knight goes through one of the two doors of Castle Tudor and says, Is it true that Arthur Windflagon has returned? QLA, who has come to visit us recently. <clears throat> um, I'm going to have to get back to you on that. <laughs> well, we could only schedule you for 2.15pm, and that was with the condition that the Queen was going to see their old... Uh, See her old knight back again after he got disappeared, killed, drowned, whatever have you. Um, uh, so if you're going to say that Arthur's not here, we're going to have to reschedule to next week. Okay, I do like a thumbs up, thumbs down sign toward Arthur trying to gauge. Arthur is just like, okay, and is like, just gives her the thumbs up. Yeah, fine, fine. Oh, yeah, no, no, he's totally alive and shit. <laughs> Okay. Well, the two of you can absolutely come right this way, then. It'll be a brief meeting. Oh, well, I also... And, you know, Captain Sinead Temple. Captain what? And he... Captain Temple? He looks over looking for Captain Temple. Hello. The one with the hat. Right here. I didn't mention her name. I I also... I don't think I have the hat on. I think I left it on the ship. Oh, that's probably why they can't tell. It's the blonde one. The blonde one? uh, All I see is a... What do you... Seven... I won't. I she won't is. respond to this anymore, and I won't respond to it any longer. I. Why does everyone have to guess my age, and why are they all wildly <laughs> inaccurate? <laughs> yeah. No. You know what? She is a very accomplished sailor, I and a very it. talented leader. And I support her as a captain. Thank you. Fully understood. Uh, will she be coming with us? Yes. Yes. Uh, I see. And what is her relation to? Uh, so when flagging, and I assume you are his one of his assistants. Okay, um, Arthur is gonna just is gonna walk up and introduce himself and say, "Okay, this trade's going on long enough." Hi, my I'm Sir Arthur Windflagon. I was trying to keep this somewhat anonymous, but yes, these two are my compatriots. You need to stop asking questions. This isn't for you. If we can see the Queen, we would like to go ahead. Arthur Windflagon, huh? He offers his hand. I've always wanted to shake the hand of a dead man. That's <laughs> so, so specific. Um, Arthur is a little bit creeped out, but also shakes his hand. With the Ac- dead hand. <laughs> he squeezes and goes, Ah, proper zombified. Most excellent. Um, I'm glad it's not as big of a turnoff as I thought it might be coming back home. But... You know British people used to eat mummies? That is... Wow. I, I hate that. They're monsters. So, I mean, who's surprised? Yeah. That's why there that, are that less the, mummies in the world. Is that the most bland food you could possibly eat? <laughs> yeah. Is that why that's, they did it? They're like, how could they... we... What's <laughs> the most British thing we could eat? Oh, the mummified, dried corpse of a culture that we're pillaging? That is probably... <laughs> Literally eating the culture of, a, of somebody they invaded. That is, that is... That's fucked up. That's hilarious. It's like comically evil. Um, they open up the doors. <clears throat> and uh, they motion for the three of you to enter. Well, this isn't how I quite imagined this happening, but all for the best. Manta Widow's yeah. going to be pissed. Sorry about that, Arthur. Who's the word then? Oh, he was the wizard. I spent the last day trying to get in touch with him pretty discreetly, and we were going to meet him in the next few minutes so he could vouch for us to get to see Queen Elaine, but I guess that's kind of irrelevant now. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good at vouching, you know. I have one of those faces people just trust. The the guard uh, that was speaking with Q uh, nudges you. Um, William. Yes, William, thank you. William nudges you, Arthur, and his face changes to that of Doridans, and he winks, and his face changes back into anonymous NPC William. Ah. Okay. That's more like it. <laughs> um... And Arthur is smiling and pleased with himself and glad that the gang is reunited and, um, yeah, and kind of the seat of Avalon power. So, what do you think of the palace? 
pretty swank, right? Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's nice. Fine. Oh, come on. I know you don't want to compliment it, but it's pretty nice. It's fine. Even for you. It's fine. Sinead, uh, the columns holding up the, uh, the ceiling, if you can see, are actually from the stone quarry uh, in Inishmore, nearby your home, where they worked the local Inish, uh, basically to death, mining in the quarry. Hmm. It's less than fine, probably. Um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very nice for, you know, Avalonian design. <laughs> you walk your way down the, uh, down the red carpet, which was, um, the dye for which was pillaged from Cathay, brutally, without reason. And, uh, <laughs> you make it to the throne. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're in England. I've got to, I've got to dunk on them at every possible uh, turn. Um, and uh, Queen Elizabeth I, I mean Queen Elaine, <laughs> uh, is in her throne. And she says, <clears throat> We are quite happy to see you. Please enter into my domain. Um, Arthur enters and bows and says, Your Majesty. Where is this Arthur went flogging I have not seen in quite some time? Um, Arthur pulls back the hair from his face and, like, stands up from his bow and says, Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys couldn't see it, but Amelia just pantomimed it. Amazing. Um, yeah, he, he flips his hair back like uh, the dramatic mermaid man that he has become with his hair um, and says, I've been somewhat disfigured, but still the same. I hope you can still recognize me. The visage that does look rather familiar. You do look rather scarred up. That's at least half a dozen scars on your face. Yes, I've been through quite a few battles since we've last seen each other. How do I know this is the real you, and not somebody impersonating? I've gone to the liberty of contacting our mutual friend, and he presents the wax seal from Dewitham. Dewitham's been rather hard to get to lately. I don't imagine I know why. Why would he send you a seal, not himself? Well, I don't claim to understand the whims of wizards, but if anybody could vouch for who I am, it's Dewitham. When it comes to the whims of wizards, don't you think he would at least do something? He's a very practical man. Don't you think he would do something a little bit more in lines with his own motives? I am sure I don't know what you mean, Your Highness. Well, think of it this way. If he wanted to come with you, why would it be more efficient to just not come with you? Arthur says, smirking, Well, how do we know he isn't already here? He could be veiling himself, or really be anything or anywhere. It's quite powerful. I think I would know if a thousand-year-old Welshman were in my midst. Um, this is kind of funny to Arthur because, like, the Queen and Derwithin have been, like, friends and, like, I don't know, companions in ruling the country for a long time, so Arthur kind of, like, just assumes this is some sort of inside joke between them and isn't really sure how to react, so he just says, um, I'm willing to do whatever you need for me to prove my identity. And it's quite a story to tell of how I've come back from the dead. <laughs> um, the real Arthur was an incredible bowman, as it were. And not to say he was the best ever, but compared to your average Avalonian knight, he had an amazing way with the bow and string. Do you think you could be willing to prove your worth? I would be more than happy to. William, and the guard William uh, stands at attention, please set up a fruit on uh, my head. <laughs> and William uh, nods and puts an apple on top of uh, Queen Elaine's head. Don't kill the queen. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur's like scandalized. He's like, your majesty, I could never shoot an arrow directly at you. This is, I think, far... I can just... You can just throw it in the air and I can shoot out of the air. Or we could do some other sort of target, but shooting at you, my queen, is unthinkable. She says, Oh, that's you after all. The real Arthur would never do such a thing. He was always such a humble man. <laughs> Arthur, my goodness. Well, we must wait for the Redden to come. I'm sure he would like to see you as well. Yes, there is something rather pressing I must speak to both of you about. 
uh, Duwilin then takes off his disguise and flourishes in all his wizardly goodness and says, Hello, Arthur. It's good to see you again. Uh, it's good to see you too, Sir Duwilin. Ah, I've been told there's a pressing matter that we must get to. Uh, my queen, would it be oh, all right with you if we take some time to the three of us to discuss whatever it is that's bothering Sir Arthur? Um, queen Elaine says, But of course, that is why we are here, is to discuss. It is a throne room after all. This is a monarchy. Everybody's free. <laughs> trying to gaslight the other members of our crew. I see. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, where to begin? Well, first things first, I should report on the substance of the mission that I was last on uh, when we last saw each other. So, Prince Giuseppo is currently safe. Here, the rumors of his death have been greatly exaggerated, as have the rumors of our deaths. So... More or less, and uh, you must forgive me because I don't remember all the exact details of how this happened, but the witches of Odachi have formed a powerful coven that are seeking to take control of all the entire country. They manufactured the civil dispute between the two uh, leaders of the country, um, Enrique Marcello and Mr. Vivaldi. So they were orchestrating that, and at the same time, caused the ship that we were sailing on outside of Odachi to go down inexplicably into the deep. When we awoke, we were in a sort of afterlife, purgatory. We were on an island with a very powerful spirit named Lady Arbald, who claimed to be the spirit of death in the ocean. Well, more or less, uh, Q, our friend here, uh, my companion through these travels, was able to um, persuade Lady Arbald to let us bring balance back to the land of Thea. So she clearly felt some sort of way about killing us um, without due cause, and so sent us back. Which brings us to this. And he takes off his, uh, his wrappings on his hand and presents his decaying, rotten arm. I do say that is rather disgusting. I am sorry, Your Majesty. Um, and he covers it up again. Um, this all seems to add up rather well, except where is the Prince of Odachi if he is safe but not with you? Well, to be quite honest with you, my queen, he's a bit of a piece of work, and I... You're here. As you know, I am known for my discretion and... Uh, willingness to keep things low profile and he does not share the particular qualities that make that easy so he is um, right now safe on our ship um, in the port outside of the city and what is the name of this ship so my guards might be able to be aware of it <clears throat> um yes this ship is unnamed it's simply wandering off the coast at the moment uh but if you would like, later, maybe we can arrange a meeting between you and the prince. Um, the ship is unnamed, but you've been sailing it from Voldachi all the way to Avalon. Well, it's been more just of a transportation um, thing. Is it, is it such a big deal that the ship is unnamed? Oh, I just, I would like for my gods to be able to know where it is. The guard dogs are barking. Right. Well, um, you can talk to the uh, the boatsman. Uh, I checked in with him. He should have the name of it. Um, but I digress. So we have two central problems. Really, we need to uh, address our decay with Mr. DeWidden um, so that we may go on living unrestricted by the burdens of death. Um, if that's at all possible. And then we also need to discuss uh, several artifacts that need retrieving in order for Giuseppo to be able to win the seat of power away from the Coven of Witches, which is another story in and of itself. Um, I am 
keeping my eye on the queen and Derwith and seeing how they're responding to things and all of this. I'm just glaring daggers into Arthur's back, making sure he doesn't reveal the name (laughs) of my ship because I don't want to be fucking monitored by the queen of England. No, thank you. Fair. Um, So Derwith is incredibly unsurprised. Like He's like, "Ah, I've seen it all in my thousand years. Um, the queen is like, oh my goodness, what in the world? Like, this is mm-hmm. ridiculous. How I couldn't have imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is it bullshit? No, no, she's genuinely like, what the actual? <laughs> you know? Like, she's really confused. She was not expecting this at all. So, um... I'll buy it. We've been traveling across, across Thea, and I've been trying to keep fulfilling my oath to you, my queen, and protect Giuseppo until I was able to speak with you once more and um, receive further orders. So I have returned after two years to fulfill that oath and to uh, perhaps get some help on completing our task. So, if you don't... If you... Hmm. I must think on this for a moment. So, you came back from the dead, and then escorted the Vodaji prince back to his home. And now, you've left him on his ship, on your ship, which does not have a name, and come back here. And you are seeking help getting un-undead, or perhaps this this undead? The undead? I'd like to think of it as fully realive. Um, that I'm sure Dewedin could help with. Um, Dewedin, what say you? Unfortunately, I do not think this is going to be easy. It can be done, but it will take much hard work and sacrifice. Like bringing a boulder from the top of my mountain to the top of the mountain. It will be done. But I'll be careful to tell you that you may not like the price. Deals of the dead and the living are never something to be trifled with. No, yeah, no, we're very aware. If anybody's uh, acutely aware of double-edged swords and prices for lives and, you know, sword transubstantiation, we're definitely the three people probably most qualified to to bear that burden. Anyway, um, lovely to hear it. So, should we crack on? Can we maybe address... What our options are. Yes. I, I would like to chime in. <clears throat> what exactly are the items which you seek? I am kind of an expert on magical items. I have lived for a thousand years. Um, Arthur is going to look to Q. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we are looking for... The masthead of... I want to say that says Verdecatore? Verdecatore. Verdecatore. The Swords of Ilamico and the Merchant's Coin. We have a vague idea where these things are, um, but, you know, more information is always very helpful. I could not tell you where to find the Merchant's Coin. It's not exactly an easy thing to come by. However, I can tell you that the masthead is attached to a well north of here, really easily accessible. Getting back with it would be the hard part. Why is getting back hard? Oh, it's a, the well is it's rather dangerous. It's killed over 3,000 sailors. That's so many. I know, and it's only been, uh, that's uh, just the last week. Wow. I mean, they weren't all Avalon, in fairness, but, you know, lives are lives. Why are other people trying to get it? Do people know about it? Well, ever since it started sinking ships around Avalon, the Queen put a massive bounty on its cursed head. So, like, 3,000 people died this week, and you're like, this is a great thing to monetize for my citizens. It seems like a good use of castle funds. Excuse me. (laughs) 
I do not tolerate. I will be respected in my own throne room, my friend, and any tongue against my own personal honor will go quite punished. Do you understand? Your Majesty, let me take responsibility for this offense by offering to slay the beast myself to save the crown any further expense or loss of life. Q rolls their eyes. <laughs> Are there like a glares at Q like, hey, fuck up, insulting the queen. Um, if I had to take down my own monarchy from which I directly benefited, ooh, they're all going down. <laughs> there. Are you sure, Sir Arthur? I do believe half of the bounty will go to repayment for the impudence of your companions, but you can keep half of it yourself. Well, I guess among your crew. That is very generous, and it was all on the list of things to do already. But if you're going to take half the money, then could we have a little bit of support in turn to make our mission more likely to succeed? Indeed. Here, I will give you a royal voucher. And she hands uh, Garrett Duridan a uh, sheet of parchment. Who runs it down to you? Written on it, it says um, uh, "Royal Voucher to uh, Ales and Whales." It's a pub that also sells whaling supplies. Uh, so it's a chain, then. I see. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. You might be thinking of whales and ales. No relation. Oh. Oh, yes. I don't even know of the other whales and ales. It's definitely not on a pirate island that... Good. Because yeah, it's good. on a pirate island that I would we... execute you for even knowing about. Right. I'm glad we have an agreement that we definitely don't know and we neither of us have secretly visited a place named Whales and Ales. Of course not. Especially not at night. Right. Definitely. No. You can hear Nick's laughing in the background. Anyway, um... <clears throat> um... <clears throat> Anyway. Uh, yep. Wait, so is the implication that Queen Elaine has been fucking around with Nyx? <laughs> is that what you just implied? I will. Nyx didn't even work at up to Whales the... and Ales, which is fascinating. <laughs> I'll leave it up to the audience um, for your own discretion what that means. Um, she says, well, go on then. And uh, Dura then says, I must say, the sword of El Amico, I do not know for sure if it is even real. Votachis like to complain and then blame problems on other people, including the Lord of Death. I really think one of them perhaps dropped a sword off the edge of a boat. But if it were real and were lost to the God of the Dead, I could take you there rather quickly. I would step in myself because I value my life. But if the three of you would like to go into the land of the Fey Dead, then I will be more than happy to open a portal. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that's thank you, Duidin. That would be very helpful. Um, not right this minute. Do you we'll want get back to that? We'll plan for that. Want we'll, to we'll... do the whale thing first? Um. Will, yeah, yes. I, yes. I feel like that is um, sort of, we've been building up to that, so it makes the most sense. Yeah. Yes, given he, so he looks at the camera and goes, given the current story arc, I would agree. And uh, <laughs> This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you have it. You have a token for the rest of the supplies you'll need to, uh, to fend off the whale or kill the whale at uh, Ales and Whales. Yeah, the queen was really generous to give me a fucking gift card to a chain restaurant. <laughs> yeah, fuck her. We should just, like, overthrow the monarchy. <laughs> uh, boy, that would really extend uh, the length of this season. Million years dungeon. Amelia, Why? we can't down, tear down a fellow girl boss like that. Sorry, we just can't. Yeah. Women supporting women. <laughs> okay. Um, so, on the matter of orders I guess we'll address where to go after I kill this whale um actually if I may interject I think there's a companion we can send your way who can help guide you so you don't have to come back here and bother us every time you need something oh okay that's new sure who are you gonna send I would like you all to meet your new guide for the rest of this quest the name is Mobius Richard. Mobius Richard. Okay. Mm. 
Mm. Mobius Richard? Wow. What's wrong with Mobius mm. Richard? Oh, well, it's almost like it's nothing. just... No, yeah. Never mind. You got a problem, Amelia? No, I'm just remembering things. I'm just gonna remember this. Okay. <clears throat> you will find Mobius uh, at Ales and Wales, probably drinking a lot. Right, yeah. Well, that's what most people named Richard do. Um... Okay, well, um, we'll take our leave then. Alright. Um, the queen says, Fare thee well, sir knight. May you not die again in your line of duty. But if you do, please know that it was a noble cause because it's what I would have wanted. Not you to die, but to die for me specifically, if you would have to die. Um, Arthur is like... He looks like this is like basically Arthur's vibe with the queen in like a professional sense is like it's like if Michael Scott was your boss, but also the queen where it's like, you know, they mean well, but they annoy the piss out of you. And like they're they're definitely not like they don't say things that are appropriate for them to say for their station. So this just kind of washes over him. And he's like, yes, of course, your majesty. Thank you for your well wishes and for your concern. And you, young one. I would like to give you this. And she flips you a gold coin and says, I know your people are rather poor, so I thought I'd kill you a bone, as it were. Um. <laughs> I really just want to throw it on the ground, but I. <laughs> Arthur is just like staring at her. Just like, <laughs> you have a choice. Shoulder angel, shoulder devil, Hannah. Uh... Um, I, I just shove it in my pocket and I say with the most vitriol in my voice, I say, thank you, queen. <laughs> uh, the queen is silent, as is Derrida. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and um yeah next week's gonna be the very last story episode season four finale and then um i'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen they may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy um and we're just kind of working around our schedule um so they might not happen for a few weeks we're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, 
But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's, it's almost over. Um... Yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Uh, Arthur bows and ducks out, and <laughs> and it is bringing his companions along with him. Q doesn't bow. Oh, she doesn't have anything to say to Q. Uh, no, she's ignoring you. Okay. Um, so uh, you guys are just outside the palace, and I, I take the coin, I fucking chuck it <laughs> as soon as we get outside. It hits a uh, guard in the head. <laughs> so, Arthur, can I get some clarification on something that? That is the crown to which you have sworn all of your ideals and are willing to die for. Arthur is grabbing his nose like he has a migraine <laughs> um, and is like, listen, um, there's a lot to explain. And I know that that was not the greatest look. Um, no, it wasn't. It was like a really bad look. Yes. No, indeed. Um, well... My relationship with the monarchy is complicated. I'm not a human. Let's talk about this not so close to the palace, shall we? Wait, is there, like, actually something to talk about? (laughs) I I mean, a little bit. If if you're interested to know... No, we're walking. We're walking. I am interested. Well, I don't know. I feel kind of weird saying this to you, Q, because you are a noble and all, but... In a lot of ways, loving one's country and loving one's leaders are completely different things. So, I guess from my perspective, as somebody who was basically at the lowest rung of the economic lantern and then brought to status of protection, I have a lot to give back to my country for, because I would have died without certain resources that were offered me, because of who I became as a knight. So, I want to give back to my country and value the people here because I am one of them, but I don't necessarily love everything about the queen and the power structure and how things are accomplished. Oh, damn. I thought you were like fucking the queen or something. (laughs) Oh, no, she's tried. No, yeah, it's a problem. (laughs) It's really an HR. I'm rolling my eyes as hard as I can. Yeah. I just, I guess I don't really relate because, you know, like, I'm mostly just in it for the people. Like, I couldn't really give a shit about the government of Montaigne. I just want the people that I like to be doing well. And, you know, so it's like, oh, well, a lot of people are suffering. And it is, well, I mean, now it's kind of more advantageous for me to ease suffering than it was beforehand. Because, I mean, I'm just like you, you know, I like having nice things. I don't really care. I didn't really care, you know who got hurt in the process as long as I wasn't getting hurt, but now I'm trying to do a good thing, and it's just, you know, I don't really, like, I don't think I would support the government if I didn't support the people, right? Yeah, like I said, it's complicated. My father was executed by the mayor of Luton, so it's not like I have particularly fond feelings to the structure of power in general. Right, and now you just joined one of the power structures that uh, has, you know, hurt those who loved you the most. Well... Well, no, it's fine. I'm sure you can, like, change it from the inside or whatever. It's not really, well, it's not really about changing it. There's not always something that you can do to, I don't know. Where would it get me if I if I became a knight and then used that power to... To uh, change the system? I don't know. Maybe you could keep someone else's dad from dying. But I'm not some noble. The only reason I have power, I have any power or agency or freedom for that matter, is because the queen was, you know... You think the queen gave you your power? You do weird... Sh- 
weird magic shit. Don't Do you think lecture me about how my power works. What I was saying is that she's the one that gave me freedom and recognized that I was more valuable. And then, yeah. Oh, she gave you freedom to like work yourself as a slave into a feudal system, right? I'm she's not giving a... you. It's a leash. She's giving you more length on your leash. I'm not a slave. I get compensated. All right. Well, as long as you're happy with what you're doing, I guess I I can't really get in the way. This just seems pretty rich to me from somebody that has made all their money off of the work of other people. Yeah, at least I admit it, and I'm doing something about it now. I'm not lying to you about my feelings about my monarchy. I don't know why you're ascribing so much moral blame to me for surviving in a system that tried to kill me and oh. my family. I'm not assigning moral blame for trying to assign the system. It's just for someone who, you know, talks so much about, like, the morals of being a knight and duty and things. It's just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem very, like, realistic to me. Well, my duty's to the people. I don't see what's... No, uh, your duty's to the queen, by your own words. Well, the queen is a figurehead for the people. The queen is a figurehead who is oppressing the people. She sent 3,000 people to their deaths last week. Well... Yes, that's problematic. But it's fine, you know, it's the system that but you're But she didn't order them. them to the deaths, she offered them payment for it, knowing they'd probably die, which... She compensated them for their deaths. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, it's fine, you know, she didn't actively kill them, she was just complicit in their deaths, and I'm sure all of the people who died, she has thoroughly compensated their family for their losses, right? I'm that just not, like I'm just not going to stand here and hear you level these criticisms against my monarchy that are not unique <laughs> to Avalon. We've been all over Faye, and we've seen the same corruption over and over again. So right, you, and it ended in people setting the entire country on fire. And whose blood gets shed because of that? It's the people's. We walked, right. into, we walked into your hometown and saw your towns burned, your people being beheaded, the chaos, the bloodshed, all of it. And I'm not here trying to start a revolution and have bodies hit the floor. I'm, I'm trying to keep people safe. We, I'm not saying we should start the revolution. I'm just saying, you know, it's going to come whether you want it or not. Seems like it would be good to get in front of it before it descends into chaos. And what would you have me do, huh? Where on the list of things to do should I slot in changing the foundations of my country's government, alright? Well, I think it should definitely be after we get these three magic items. Well, if you've got ideas of how to change things around here, I'm all ears, but I'm just saying it's a lot easier said you know, than done. No, for sure. You know, I can work on it since I just, you know, came back from doing that in Montaigne. I'll, I'll keep it in the back of my mind and I'll give you some pointers next time. Arthur just keeps walking. Alright, you guys make it to Ales and Whales. <laughs> um, it's, uh, instead of a whale uh, next to an ale, it's an ale next to a whale, uh, left to right, and it's spelled whales as in the country, not the, uh, not the uh, animal. I'm gonna... totally got the copyright. <laughs> I'm gonna stop us before we go in. Um, listen, I really don't want to spy for the queen on my ship. They're, like, that's what they are, right? They're just going to be eyes for the queen. That's a guide. So really, they're really going to guide us to where we need to go? Yeah, I don't trust the queen, and I don't trust your magic friend. I don't trust anyone who has magic. Um. <laughs> Both Q and Sinead just glaring at Arthur <laughs> right now. <laughs> this is what you get for being English. <laughs> uh. Sometimes you never be forgiven. <laughs> the door opens... Before you guys touch it and before Arthur can respond, a um, a 16-year-old uh, girl with a giant captain's hat, about one inch larger than Sinead's, um, with harpoons on her belt, uh, as well as a, a sword and um, multiple items on her, like necklaces, bracelets made of whalebone, says, All righty then. My name is Mobius Richard. Welcome. But I assume we can call you Ishmael. You can call me Ishmael. <laughs> Welcome. I like how you're like, this is a 16-year-old girl. Call me Mobius Richard. Dude, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm having so much fun with this character. I was just like, why introduce uh, him as a 16-year-old girl and then be like, oh, wait, but this is actually a 70-year-old man. She's like Clarice <laughs> from Percy Jackson. She's from yeah. the Ares uh, cabin. She's well, just, just saying, big and like, stocky. She's just beefy. She's, so she looks like she could bench press you, Arthur, with uh, with the rest of your crew and the ship. 
And most oh, of Avalon. Why, why so is everybody's character partially times. orbiting around trying to emasculate Arthur? I don't understand no, what I you're I she's going to try to emasculate Sinead in this situation. I think that's <laughs> so what this setup goes. is right now. Wow, getting out, girl, but... Anyway, rumor has it that you've come to me to be able to kill a whale. No. Um... Yes, that's what the queen said. Mm. Um, I want I half. don't. You want half of what? The bounty. Beat no. it. No. No. <laughs> if you're sure. This, we're all, we're all in the credits face when we all were like, no! <laughs> I will tell you. You will deeply regret not taking me along. I will double your chances of survival. I don't think that's true. I think I would much rather leave you So here. why haven't you killed the whale already? Yeah. Which, uh, why haven't said. you done it yourself? If there's such a big bounty for it, why haven't you just gone out and done it? My crew mutinade. Tried to take it itself. Oh, it sounds like you weren't a good captain then. Hmm. <laughs> Brennan, you'll be like, here's an insufferable character. And we're like, okay, cool. We don't want to hang out with them. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is not concern you. I'll tell you what. Arthur just pushes past. Arthur just pushes past her and goes into the shop and starts looking around. She says, "All right then. You can take it up with the owner of the shop. It's me." Okay. Well, the queen ordered us to pick up shit from here. So. Do you have a voucher? Yes, I have the gift card. (laughs) All right. Yeah. She takes the gift card and uh, swipes it and says. All right. You have the equivalent of 15 wealth points to spend here. It's a lot of wealth points. It is. Whaling's expensive. However, I would like to see each of your abilities, and I'll tell you what. I believe I can outdo all of you in whaling. Okay. I, like, don't doubt you, but, like, I don't know. Your energy is really not vibing with mine. (laughs) Um, Arthur says... Now, Sinead, as captain of the ship, what would you say that we need to properly take down a whale? I know that you're more experienced and knowledgeable of these things than I am, so I really like your opinion. Well, we definitely need some uh, industry standard ropes for the harpoons that we're going to be having. Uh, We need probably some nice cutting equipment uh, to cut into whatever we're going to need to cut into the hide. I'm sure the hide's very thick. And then I go on to list everything else that (laughs) that we need. (laughs) The, um, so, uh, Mobius, she's mildly impressed with your, with your knowledge of whaling and says, I do think we should have some fun with this. And she we, takes who's we, who's we in this situation? <laughs> she says, over there, you see that hay bale on the other side of the street. Can one of you throw the harpoon through the crowd of people without hitting anyone and nail it the hay bale right in the center. Are you daft? I'm not going to throw a harpoon into a crowd of people. We don't right. need to prove anything to you. Is this a shop? This is a shop, right? This is a shop. Can we buy, can we buy things from you? We have a voucher. Yeah, we literally just want to give you money for stuff. Do the you queen, want money? The queen said the crown will compensate you well. You're not coming on our ship, though. I'm sorry. We don't, we don't know you like that. We got a crew. They're well-equipped. <laughs> they know the deal. So we'd have to just like, integrate you into a whole other leadership structure that you don't know anything about. We already have someone on our crew that none of us particularly <laughs> care for, but we're kind of stuck with. i up hooks for rolls <laughs> because we haven't had a roll in a while. And every time I set up a chance for you guys to roll for something, like, we're not interested, Brennan. <laughs> we're going to talk about I mean, you can make there. us roll no matter what we say. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. But you're, I mean, I'm not, if you give a valid reason for not me to take someone on the ship, I'm not going to roll convinced to convince me to not let you. <laughs> or to let you. Um, I mean, if the queen asks Arthur, like, why didn't, why did you not take Mobius Richard? I can just be like, he was a twat, and he said he didn't she, like you, and was, you know, talking shit on Avalon, and then we'll just get him executed. <laughs> Her, um, <clears throat> which would make you very happy, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, she says, "Well, fine then." She's woke now, so <laughs> I'll, I'll take your money, but if. Never let it be said that Mobius Richard didn't offer her hand to help you. Okay, we'll we'll cool. remember that, I'm sure. 
<laughs> All right. Um, you guys get uh, 15 more harpoons. Cool. So let me mark this down. Uh, 15 industry standard ropes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have notes. This is my ship, so I'm going to take notes. Okay, 15. Harpoons. Uh, harpoons. 15 industry standard ropes. One whaling guide. Like a book? Uh, no, she's a 16-year-old captain. I'm kidding. It's a book. It's a book. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Anna. It's a book. <laughs> and then uh, 15 large knives. You also get 30 casks of ale. It's a package deal. Can we get a scrimshaw? Yeah, you get a scrimshaw. We're going to have whale bones. Cool. Yeah, you get a scrimshaw. Got it. Um, anything else you'd like to do before heading out to the whale? No, I think we should get back to the ship before the queen sends somebody to poke around there. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, so uh, you guys make your way back to the ship and prepare to cast off. And you okay. want to do anything, Sinead, or are you just going to set sail? No, I think we're just going to sail. If okay. Ev- if everything's normal, then yeah. Start uh, the sail. The sailors start running around. Um, Giuseppe's doing a great job directing Um directing people everything's running cleanly enrique has got the ropes up uma is um successfully taking inventory what uh yes rob there is one thing i want to do before we actually set sail while they're getting ready yeah i want to find i want to find the boatsman that wrote our name down or wrote the ship's name down okay he goes hello what can i do for you right champ do you think i can see that book real quick absolutely he hands you the book all right, Arthur flips through the pages until he sees the name the Lady Morgan, and mm-hmm. he grabs the page and rips it out and gives him the book back and then gets on the ship. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, all right, add, well, add um, one day's worth of ship logs to your, <laughs> to your inventory. Um, I want to, like, you know, lean over the side of the ship because, you know, Q doesn't do any, like, sailing things. Um... <laughs> And uh, say, hey, babe, did you miss me? Um, the the ocean, uh, a spout of water comes up and kisses your cheek. Mm, I miss you too. Anything else? No. Nothing I'm like good. your classic. Just saying hey to my boo thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ship casts off, headed north into the frigid waters north of Avalon, where nothing is alive except for a giant death whale that will most likely kill you all. Um, Giuseppo comes up to you, Sinead, and says, Oi, Captain! He's now speaking as a, as a proper ship, shipsman, seaman, I don't know, ship sailor, sailor! Mm. Says, Well, Captain, are we heading off to the whale? Yes, we are. All right, are we going to die? Uh, possibly, but we're not going to think about that right now. Most excellent, I like to hear this. Um... We kept the ship in good repair while we were gone, and I did not commit any mutiny this time. I see that. You've done a very good job while we were gone. I I uh, commend your leadership. Well, thank you. Also, um, why did you bring her along with us? Who? She goes, well, we found her uh, buried in the, the whaling supplies. I, I don't know. I figured she was part of your plan. She's been hiding out here for a little while. Nope, that's an intruder. Throw her overboard. Uh, aye, sir. Um, yeah, and throw then... her overboard. I, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> but sailors She's an intruder. Mobius <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Ever since Q was like, this person's probably a spy. I was like, yeah, fair. Arthur's <laughs> like, convinced. She was and, like, yeah. yeah. They're, like, they're annoying as fuck. I captain. <laughs> Uh, one of the one of the nameless uh, Castilian sailor NPC says, "Shall we throw her overboard?" Yes. Okay, they throw her overboard. No. You hear? Ah! That's what you get. <laughs> Just trying to sneak onto our ship. Yeah. Okay. You know, wait, 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 you, you wait, may wait, have um, a point. Um, There's definitely some reforms that are needed around here. This is this is getting a little out of hand. <laughs> I, I grab a crewmate and I tell them to throw a sail over the side of the ship so it covers the name of the ship. Okay. Uh, a sail gets thrown over the, the side of the ship. Um, and the person in the water can no longer see the name.
<laughs> just wanted, just wanted, didn't want the name to get out there. <laughs> you guys uh, sail northward. Um, as you sail and sail, it gets colder and colder and colder and colder. As you finally uh, break your way into the frigid Arctic Circle of Thea, everybody roll me resolve plus uh, sailing to see if they can stay warm while on the ship and not die frostbite. Anybody gets a zero, they lose um, an appendage, like a finger or a toe or something, to frostbite. You get a one, and you'll have hyperthermia and have uh, severe disadvantages for the rest of next session. A two, and uh, you have roleplay effects. You'll have to pretend to be extremely cold, but you won't have any mechanical effects. A three, and you don't feel anything at all. Four, how you uh, can bank. Brennan, would you say that I activated my virtue by acting behind the scenes from the shadows or through a proxy when I got in touch with Druidin? That's not... No, I would vote against that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say you would have if you went straight to Duridin, but because Duridin found you instead, it doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Close. Um, I got three raises. All right, I'm, Sinead, I'm you feel nothing. Q? Uh, I got two raises. Okay, so uh, no mechanical effects. but Wait, no. does, this, does this count as a physical risk? Yeah. Okay, hold on, I get to roll another day. Wait, Why? Um, because I have sea legs. While aboard a ship, treacherous footing never affects you. You gain one bonus die on any physical risk while aboard a ship at sea, engaging in a sword fight on a pitching ship deck or climbing through the rigging during a storm. stupid. And I rolled a tent. <laughs> That's another die. I hate this uh, game. Okay, that was caught. All right, Q and Sinead have no, um, have no ill effects right. from the weather. Uh, <laughs> Arthur, how'd you roll? I got four raises. All right, you can bank one. Wow. Man, I should have made the stakes higher. Don't worry. We'll I, I rolled two tens. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. Well, I got to roll I also seven dice. Two so. tens. <laughs> right. I got to start it out with four di- well, five dice, I guess. <laughs> you guys are in the domain of the whale. You can hear uh, like a... You see a massive object cloaked in, cloaked in darkness rise above the waves. It is about the size of five Lady Morrigans. Its giant horn pierces the waves as uh, you can see stuck to the top of it is the masthead of Elevindicatory. It's so covered in, uh, in seaweed and, and, and rot, it's hard to tell what it was. It seems to be vaguely humanoid. It rises above the ra- waves and crashes back down, sending a tidal wave just uh, beside the Lady Morrigan as a warning. The wave, the, the peak, the crest of the wave is just a couple feet above the crow's nest of your ship. The horn on this whale is about the length of the Lady Morrigan in and of itself. Its eyes are glowing bright red, as if it's been taken by some sort of demonic possession. And you can see hundreds and hundreds of harpoons stuck into its body, looking like they went a few feet deep into its skin and has done nothing against the whale. It swims around the Lady Morrigan, and it pops back up again. And as a show of strength, you can see um, a recently wrecked ship, some of the driftwood, Uh, piled against some rock. It swims over, bursts out of the sea, obliterates what's left of a ship into splinters, sails over the rock outcropping, and dives back into the ocean. The clouds get darker, and it is time to face the whale. Crew? Brace yourselves.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.